0: Hawks Hawks Live, every Thursday from 7 to 9, live on air on 710 ESPN Seattle. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Bumpus and Paul
1: Moyer. Hawks Live, every Thursday at 7 p.m. on 710 ESPN. You will find me, myself, Michael Bumpus, and my guy, Paul Moyer. Yo. Talking
0: that talk. Yes.
1: This is what we do, Paul. We do. We talk that talk.
0: Yes. Do we walk that walk? I do. (laughs) You can't vouch for me? Can I get a voucher? Well, I don't. Yeah, I, I can't vouch for it, but okay. I don't see you during the day. We talk during the day, yeah, but I don't see, you, so I don't get to actually see you walk so that that segment. <laughs> Back start to the segment on my my chart. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: no worries. All what right. we are what we are going to talk about? These Dallas Cowboys. Somebody said something about a coach. They're not prepared. They leaked a story. Now it's big news, and we have an issue with this. I feel like we're on the same page when it comes to this topic.
0: Yeah, and so I, I'm put a little context to this NFL networks, Jane Slater said the team's coaching or two player unnamed sources here. And again, I'm okay with that. I'm sure that there were two players that said it said that the the team's coaching staff is totally unprepared. They don't teach the unnamed player told Slater unnamed player, nine players. They don't have any sense of adjusting on the fly. It became a story. And and the reason why I'm struggling with this is I'm okay with an unnamed source. I think yeah. that's part of the media. They need to go find things. But you, it's part of what, also the issue of the media is you've got to put more context to this. Was it a starter? Look, we have 53 players in a 16-player uh, practice squad group now. So we're talking 69 players. Are they disgruntled? Yeah. Were they just mad last week after the game because they looked bad? But in the meantime... Are you talking about the offense? Are you talking about the defense? talking about the head coach? Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about here? There's
1: levels of this.
0: The offense was the number one offense in the NFL going into last week. Now they lost their Dak Prescott. They put in Andy Dalton. He didn't look good. They've got their beat up on the offensive line. They don't make adjustments on the fly. I'm going to ask you, Michael, how many coaches have you been around in the 7 to 11 minutes that you have in halftime, which, by the way, you've got to get in there at halftime. Yeah. Sometimes you're hurt, you get ice, you get some things, you get maybe some orange, you, you get some fluids in you. Some guys got to go to the restroom. You talk amongst yourselves. The coaches talk amongst themselves. They walk out, and you got maybe two minutes. Yep. How many coaches have you known that were unbelievable at changing up your whole system at halftime and coaching on the fly?
1: Not very many. I, I think most of the adjustments happen – between amongst the coaches yes. they got so many ideas when they get to the players it's like okay I'm going to hit them with a b and c I'm not going to give them the whole conversation we just had I'm just going to call a couple plays and and set guys up and the issue I have with it is who is this player and are you working as hard as these coaches are you staying at the facility until 2 a.m in the morning not seeing your family even if they aren't the greatest coaches i would like to think an organization like any organization in the nfl has coaches who are being held accountable and who are at least given the perception that they're working hard I understand players get angry they don't like the play calling they they would like guys to be to be handled differently in certain situations but what are you doing to help the cause? That's what kind of gets me.
0: Yeah, it's it's rarely the scheme. I, some of the best coaches I've had have come, come in at halftime. Pete Carroll does this, actually. And we we talked about what was the change. He talked about it in his press conference. He goes, he was very calm. He just said, look, what we're doing is fine. You know, we've got to execute it better. Sometimes it's just, look, like we're going to stay the course we got to execute better. We're going to do the way we're going to speed up the tempo on offense, on defense. Hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play more press. We're, we're going to make little subtle changes. But I got two minutes, maybe three minutes. Yeah. You're, you're right. I come down to halftime when I, when I was coaching. We would all huddle together as coaches a, as a group. And then the head coach would say, All right, you know, whatever was said, sometimes he would have something to say. Sometimes, depending on the the situation, is maybe the coordinators talked amongst each other on how we're going to win the game. Usually we split up immediately. Mm -hmm. Defensive coaches talked immediately. All right, do we keep moving on this game plan? Do we need to make some subtle changes along the way? Great. Then either the coordinator brought the whole defense together or offense, Oh, we broke up into our individual groups and said, hey, guys, we're good. We got to do this a little better. By the way, here's what they're doing with this formation. Um, th- today, you know, they actually get to see it now on, yeah. on iPads or surfaces. It's, that game's changed a little bit. But again, there's just not enough time to go, all right, guys, you remember that game plan we just spent the last four <laughs> days on? And I, I got in at 6 a.m. and I got home at 1 a.m. Boat away. Yeah, you know, it's out. We're, we're actually going to go from a 3-4 defense <laughs> to a bare front that we've never run before. This is going to work great. Let me draw All this guys, up real we've quick. We've never practiced this, never, but you know but, what? But you're you're going to
1: execute it. You gonna, are going to execute it. All right, so now, now we're players. Yes. Now you're Bobby Wagner. I'm Russell Wilson. Can I be Russell right sure. now? Well, okay. no. you got to make
0: more money than me. Very, no. Okay,
1: okay. I'll pretend like I'm Russell Wilson. Right. How do we handle this situation? If it's not us leaking this story, which I doubt players of that caliber leak that story, do we find out who it is? Do we call them out? Like, what? what's going on in that
0: locker room? Are we the Seahawks? If we're the Seahawks, okay, because okay. I was thinking okay. Cowboys originally. Uh, with the Seahawks, because the Cowboys, I think they've they've lost – their leader, and I, I don't know if, you know, if you know what,
1: Ezekiel I don't Elliott, mean to cut you off, but you're, they lost their leader. Yeah. In this organization, there's a few of them. Yes. I can't think of another one over no, there.
0: No, I agree, because yeah. I don't think Ezekiel Elliott's the leader or no. a leader, um, and his body language has been bad uh, this year. You know, he, um, there's no question that, that Dak Prescott's a leader. Here, you're right. I think there's a bunch. And if it was the Seahawks, and if Russell Wilson's there, and all of a sudden they said that, that would be addressed as the team safe. and and they always say look protect the team you know the one thing that's great about the Seahawks I, i'll go into the draft it, it, nobody's got anything on the Seahawks who they're going to draft it, it is it's a written rule they talk about it what's said it's said in here we don't leak that out to the rest of the world that's family what, business do you remember when it, the, some of that stuff got leaked with Richard Sherman and yeah. uh you know Earl and all that stuff and it got leaked out it really that hurt, I think, Pete Carroll. I think it hurt some of the, the team players. And guess what? They're not here anymore. You know, you're, you're gone. And I think they've got a group of guys that wouldn't happen. And if it, if it did, it would be addressed. And it would be shut down shut immediately. Down. Like, that ain't, that's not true.
1: That is a telltale sign of a dysfunctional organization. When I used to go and spend the night at my friend's house, my mom let me go out. she go, look. What happens in this house stays in this house. This is family business. You don't go out on the streets and air your dirty laundry and tell everybody what's going on. You know who did that? The bad kids who had stuff going on in their house and didn't understand that. So that's what I'm seeing when I look at that Dallas organization. I'm like, it's just all messed up. Dak hasn't been there for a week or so. Jerry's up top trying to control um, his head coach. It, But the messed up part is it doesn't surprise me that this is happening with the Cowboys.
0: Well, I also think it it's why it's so important to get guys in, and do your due diligence when you draft guys. How do they handle adversity? You know, you have adversity. I mean, what comes out of you? When it's shaken, you know, whatever you put inside you, it comes back out, right? So, um you, you've got to have leaders. The Seahawks have a lot of leaders. And, it's, again, I think it's why they win. It's not an accident they win these close games. It's not an accident that the offense was horrible last week and the final drive they go down and score the winning touchdown. It's not a surprise.
1: Okay, so who looks worse, the players or the reporter that leaked this? Because that reporter is affiliated with this organization. Ooh, yeah, who looks that, worse?
0: Well, I, I think the player does. I would love to question that reporter and say, hey, I'm not saying that the source wasn't there. It's one player. You talk about one player. Who's that player? And you don't have to give me the name. Is it a starter? Is it truly a credible person? And what was the, what's the emotion? But I need more color behind that yeah. to understand. Because it became a national story. Now McCarthy's got to address it. I thought he could address it a little bit harder on that. So it's just not accurate. It's not true. I don't know who that player is. Um, talk to the other players on this, and if more players come out, then guess what, Jerry's got to make a change because you got a problem with leadership. McCarthy
1: comes out and says, we have to be men about this situation. He should have just came out and said, look, if you feel a certain way, just address it. Get into the locker room. Talk to me. Let's keep this in-house. You don't go to the media. Yeah, it's We're weak. the media. Weak. You're giving us stuff to talk about. It's weak. It's We're talking player. about Dallas Cowboys and the Hawks are playing Arizona Cardinals on Sunday Night Football. And you guys gave us a whole segment to talk to, talk about. Like, come on, Dallas. Do
0: better. I, I honestly, though, would have loved for a reporter to say, are you sure you want to say that? It, it, do you really believe that? Is that how you feel? Or is that how you think? Yeah. And there's two different things. Is that your emotion? Or is that truly what you believe? And that, as a report, I think you got to pull that out. That, so both of them look bad to me.
1: It's all bad in Dallas. Well, coming up next, is this finally the year Pete Kerr wins Coach of the Year? Paul Moyer and I will let you know why he is far and away the most deserving. And if he doesn't win, it's criminal. That's around the corner on Hawks Live. Hawks
0: Live. Every Thursday from 7 to 9, live on air on 710 ESPN Seattle.
1: Michael Bumpus, Paul Moyer, Hawks Live every Thursday. Paul, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I'll give you a hundred bucks if you tell me whose song that is. Um, that that was. I, I just can't
0: because we're talking about Deshaun Jackson right now. Okay. It looks like he just blew his knee All right, out. I'll give you. A test. I, I can't do both. We don't have enough time
1: for me to <laughs> do both. <laughs> I'll give I'm you gonna a start test.
0: playing the music. The the bump coming back in. Okay. You're Let's not do... gonna know any of it. I'm not. No, I'm gonna go into the '80s and
1: '90s. No, but I I I know the guys. Putting the music out, so they're gonna set me up. They're gonna they're gonna volley, I'll serve.
0: Look, you're the host. It's the Michael Bumpus and Paul Moyer.
1: No. This is you know how football works. It takes eleven.
0: Yeah. Okay?
1: Right here? Yeah. It takes it's, three. It's, <laughs> <laughs> including NASA <trophy. laughs> All right, let's talk about these Seahawks and specifically Pete Carroll. This guy has never won Coach of the Year, which I feel like is crazy. I'm looking at his numbers. had two seasons with seven and nine. Okay, we get that, understand the quarterback situation. After that, 11 wins, 13 wins, 12, 10, 10, nine a down year, 10, 11, five thus far. He's probably going to win. I would say, over 10 games guaranteed this year. Why hasn't this guy gotten any love?
0: Well, th- this is really frustrating to me. And I was listening to a show, and, and the reason why I got frustrated is it was their criteria. And so they threw out – they had v- uh, Vrabel is, was their number one guy, and, I, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Nagy. They had Tomlin. I was okay with Tomlin, too. Yeah. Again, I think they're having a good year. Yeah. They threw out the, – the reason why they, – they had – Pete Carroll fifth. And the reason why they had Pete Carroll fifth was the other teams weren't expected to win as many games as they had won this year. And I'm like, well, so that's a criteria. It's the criteria is, okay, if you weren't expected to make the playoffs or you only expected to win 10 games but you it exceeded that, mm-hmm. then now you can be the coach of the year. So the Seahawks are undefeated. Undefeated. Did anybody think the Seahawks would be undefeated?
1: Not only are they undefeated, five and zero for the first time in franchise history. He's doing something here that's never been done yet. He's on the outside of the bubble looking at.
0: and he's the winning most. He's the most winning coach since uh, Russell Wilson's coming, and maybe Belichick's got him. Uh, they're they're one, two, or three, whatever. He's certainly the most consistent, along with Belichick, along the way. Uh, at one point, I think you know Green Bay was there too, but you know they got a new coach. So I, I really don't get the criteria to me. It's who is the best coach that year? Not I, I have the best team. Okay. Well, if, okay. I have the best team. I go 15 and one. I, I don't get to get the, the MVP or coach of the year. Look, I, John Schneider's another one. Yep. How in the world do you take a guy, and I even think maybe there's even more disservice to John Schneider. Do you remember when he first got here, the amount of trades he made, transactions? Yeah. It was insane. They they made the playoffs. They, they put together a team out of nothing. You know, they end up changing, you know, Matt Hasselbeck. They bring in a new quarterback. They draft one of the great drafts, you, know, you know, really 2012, 11, 13 were, were amazing drafts. They get Russell Wilson. He's never been the the m or the g m of the year i i just i don't know what it takes it's really frustrating to me, and at the same time, you know I hate that stuff yeah. I hate the m v p yeah i it's it's, it's a, a team game no, i hate it it's just and by the way there hasn't been an m v p of the league win a super Bowl going back to two thousand or or so maybe we don't want so pump, Russell to get brakes on the
1: m v p but
0: at the same time, Russell has a way of breaking mole's breaking history. He's one of those who says, Oh no, I'm gonna win the MVP and gonna win the yeah. Super Bowl. And, and I, I'm also gonna be an owner and I'm gonna be the president of the United States.
1: Russell Wilson, if he says he's going to the moon by twenty twenty two, I'm, I'm just gonna be like, All right, I'm buying. Where do I invest? I wanna yes. send Russell to the moon. Pete Buy Carroll, now. Pete Carroll has changed the identity of this team just this year. They were a run first team. Yep. They were double tight. We're gonna run the football. Our running backs are going to get the ball 25, 30 times. The fact that a 69-year-old man is able to say, okay, I'm going to switch it up this year or I'm going to allow my offensive coordinator to switch it up. I'm going to give my quarterback the keys to the car. Finally, without the GPS, without the tracker on it, I'm going to let him go drive the whip. You can get back by 2 a.m. as long as it's all good. He has reinvented himself, and yet he's not being talked about in the coach of the year and it's just disrespectful but i'm so used to being disrespected in the northwest i mean that's just that's Mm -hmm. part of being in the northwest is that people kind of ignore you they look over you they say well there's a guy over here who's doing this there's a guy over there who's doing that there's no way that there's a coach of the year in seattle and it's frustrating at times but i also think that being overlooked is kind of what drives this team as well. It's that you look in a locker room, and now they have something to kind of bond with. We're underdogs. No one believes in us. They think we're frauds. We're 5-0. No one believes in us. So I I am frustrated, but I am I also embrace it and say, all right.
0: So, Pete, you know if, if we ask that question, he'd go, I don't even think about it. Yeah, of course. But do you think it bothers him? I mean, as successful yes, as he's been. I think it does. I mean, it is really. And I think maybe even part of it, because it's a popularity vote to an extent. I mean, Bruce Arians won it twice. Come on. Goodness gracious. I mean, there, that's when it starts to become a joke along the way. But I'm going, okay, I also think some of it, I talk with people, they think for some reason they don't like Pete because of his USC days, blaming you know the whole Bush thing on him. Like I go, you don't even know this guy. I mean, he's he's a good guy. I mean, look what he's done. He's, you know, a, a player's coach like nobody has ever really been.
1: That USC, that's that's a horrible argument for people. Players but do, they, but players I truly do believe
0: things. I because it's a media thing, right? Yeah, I truly believe they do.
1: Yeah, but players do things that coaches don't know about. There's no, I mean, that I mean, they, they, they ridiculous. can't. They can't. Keep Bush's parents everything. who
0: are down in San Diego. Yes, I'm like, look, don't get me wrong. I think every head coach. The good ones, they've got their ear out there. They've got their people knowing and they're reporting back. But there's some things that well, I have no control over that. Yeah. And even if I knew about it, what what am I going to do about it? You know, it's them talking to an agent. I mean, that was great. But for that to hang over Pete this long, and I, I have friends down in California that talk negative about Pete. And I go, guys a great guy. I go just listen to him. I mean, you'd love to hang out with him. He's so motivational. So, well, all right, real quick, who do you think? Give me the the top three uh, head coach MVPs. Pete Carroll. Yeah.
1: Tomlin, Favre.
0: Yeah. Uh, and all three of them are undefeated. Yeah. And rightfully so, because yeah. nobody thought those three teams were going to be undefeated right now. Tennessee,
1: no, no. Pittsburgh, I I hold a a soft spot in my heart for Pittsburgh because they always seem like they find a way to get it done. With Ben Roethlisberger coming off the injury that he had, he's a different quarterback. He's not launching down the field 50 yards like he used to, but Ben Roethlisberger is a winner. I don't care what his arm, what type of condition it's in. He's going to find a way to get it done, and you match it up with Tomlin. So I give them hope every single year. But Vrabel is the one, when he he called that – Attentional. I, I know he he threw it on the rug, say so he didn't do it. Twelve men on the field to stop the clock.
0: No, he knows what he's doing.
1: Come on now.
0: Look, he was a Belichick when he was a player. Genius. But when I watched Hard Knocks when he was at Houston and I he was a linebacker coach, he wasn't even the defensive coordinator. And I watched how he handled the linebackers. I went, oh, that is a leader. I mean, he he didn't play. He knew he he just knew the right words. He didn't treat everybody equal, but fairly. Um, that's a leader, and I knew he was going to be a really good head coach, and he's proven that.
1: Have you seen him now? He's still in the drills. He's still got pads on his chest, fitting guys up. That's a dude I would play for. Those aren't pads. Well, what do you you call those? What do you you call those? It's a pad. Okay. What do you call it then, Paul? Come on, educate me. Tell me
0: something. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I'm messing with you. You're messing
1: with me. Yeah. All right, hey, it's two a time down in Miami. Should a team that has won two straight by a score of 67 to 17 be making a change at QB? I'll get Paul's thoughts as we go around the NFL. Coming up next on Hawks Live.
0: Hawks Live, every Thursday from 7 to 9, live on air on 710 ESPN Seattle.
1: Every Thursday, you will catch me, myself, Michael Bumpus, and my god, Paul Moyer, every Thursday, 7 p.m. 17 ESPN. And you know what? Yep. We're going around the NFL.
0: So It's my favorite time.
1: And I love what the Miami Dolphins are doing. This is what the people are here to see. They don't want to see Fitzpatrick. What? They don't want to see the beard. They want to see the guy who stepped into the national championship game and tossed some dimes to win it for him. Tua. I'm not going to say his last name. I'm not going to say his full name because I'm going to jack it up. So it's Tua. I like this move. This is the franchise. He has one of the highest selling jerseys in the game right now. People want to see him go to work. Let him work. What do you think, Paul? So
0: you're talking as a fan. I get that. oh you're a fan. Wow. You want to buy his jersey. You just said it.
1: No, I you just said, said. Did I say I want to buy his jersey? You, well, I said the people want to see. It. Right, but I'm. I'm not from, the people.
0: But you're coming from. I don't. The
1: f- I don't cheer for the Dolphins. But you're coming. This from is the, the fans. This standpoint. is the future. Let him go now. Let him
0: run. You want okay. to win a division. Forget the division. Don't make me mute you, developer guy. <laughs> Don't make me mute. You. <laughs> look, here's <laughs> here's my only thing. My only thing is, and, and look, early on, I'm like, why why wouldn't why wouldn't you play Tua? Yeah. I mean, he's he's your guy. He's the future. I've never been really a Fitzpatrick fan, but you just won your last two games by a combined score of sixty-seven to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Played the Seahawks pretty tough. Yeah, you know, I mean. They did. I mean, he, he moved the football, had big numbers again against Seahawks. You're in a playoff hunt now. And now during a bye week, two he took two snaps. He scrambled on one. I mean, did don't know what he threw for. It's just I've never seen a team in a playoff hunt after two big wins. They got some momentum. They're feeling good about themselves. Other than the 49ers when Alex Smith got hurt and Kaepernick came in. But the difference was Kaepernick played, and and Alex Smith never got his his job back. Even though they were six and two, they were six and two, and they benched Alex Smith. and Everybody was like, "Oh, it's, but you you saw that you know Cap had that potential to be better." This one, I'm just going. You got a rookie quarterback. Nah, he's I, not played it down. I tell
1: you, I tell you why. Because we're talking about practice, practice. He's balling in practice, practice. He's doing something practice. in practice. practice. We're talking, we're about, talking pra- about practice. We're talking about practice. All right. He's, do- He's doing something in practice to where Flores is like, you know what, coach? We got to let this guy go.
0: So, look, if you go with Nick Saban, same thing. They bench Hurst going into the second half. They, they were, you know, had a phenomenal year. You get a gut feeling. And I think that's probably what uh, Flores, same thing. He's got a gut feeling. He yeah. knows his team. Got to go with it. It's just weird. they they're in a playoff hunt they're playing good football they can always go back to Fitzpatrick if they need to I guess yeah, yeah um and I think the locker room's probably fine with it but I really would be curious about the locker room you know saying hey we we want a chance to win they must believe that two is ready and that's what we don't know it's just this was the one of the weirdest benchings yeah, it is coming off I agree two big wins and he's playing the the best of his, his QBR rating is seventh in the league
1: yeah, but he he he's gonna. I know he, he's, he's gonna
0: throw an interception
1: it, eventually. I get it. Okay, okay. so now yes. big story. Bring it on, Antonio Bring Brown. Him on he is linked to the Seattle yes. Seahawks. I feel like the fifth time in two years. Yes, guys are reluctant. They don't want him in. I'm saying guys, what meaning, meaning Who? the meaning the the, the people,
0: okay. the twelves.
1: The fans. Some, most are reluctant.
0: Coming from a fan some point are of view again. I like hey, it.
1: See? See? I don't like how you're setting me up right now. Okay? I <laughs> it's just I a debate, I man. Like it's it. a debate. You hey, didn't like how okay. I, I get it. Hey, it's fine. It's fine. It. Some people like it. Some people don't like it. Right. Me personally. Would the, you sign him? The reasons why I don't like it is because I feel like there's enough on the football field to get it done. Will he make this receiving core better? Yes. But I also think that I want DK to develop in an environment. That's conducive to him being a superstar. I don't know what AB's attitude is going to be like. Is he going to be okay coming in and being the fourth receiver? Because David Moore has earned his rights to be the third receiver. Does AB just come in and say, "Hey, Demo, you out of here"? Yeah. The same guy who was mad at 17 targets in a game. Is he going to be okay coming in here and say, "You know, what, I'm going to get my five targets. Okay. I'm going to get my four targets."
0: Uh, and and I get that. To me, it's a feeling, right? I mean, and 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 there's nothing wrong with that. I, I would say there's times where we feel a certain – I would say, is that how you feel or is that what you really think? Cause I no, think that's I, what I think. So you think – because – I, I think that – Do you think that by not signing uh, A.B. that we would have a better chance of going and winning the Super Bowl or would we have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl if we signed A.B.? Because mm. now – because you went with a little bit with D.K. Mm. – and his development and all that stuff. So it's, me, There's
1: listen. there's contingencies in there.
0: You owned it, so his that's all I wanted to hear.
1: His mind has to be right. I don't know if his mind is right. I know. I don't that's know a if feeling. His mind is that's right. a feeling. I don't know if his mind is right. That's a feeling. You don't know if his mind is no, right. No, I don't. So if, if we're just talking about the player, I'll take the player. I'll take the player in 2016, 17 who was out there just having fun playing ball. I'll take that guy.
0: Okay. In my debate, I got the mm. Okay. And that, that's, that was volumes to me. So, let me let me frame this. First of all, let's take the off-field issues off the table. Okay. If the Seahawks bring them in and sign them, they've done their due diligence, they feel comfortable. So, I need to take that off because... What does that
1: mean, due diligence? Like, they... They've talked to him and say, "Look, this is this is going to be your role. Well, are no, you okay with this role?" Well,
0: it would certainly be part of that before they signed him. The other would be, "What have you been doing? What have you been doing off the field? Have you been seeing uh, psych- psychologists, and just how have you changed your life?" And so there's that due diligence. There. Are you co- are they comfortable bringing him in? Again, I don't know that. We yeah. don't know that. Yeah. So I have to take that part off the table because okay. we'll start to get into discussion of the off the field. Do you sign him because of the off the field issues? And to me, it's that's a separate issue. He's he's better. That's that's where I'm starting with. So do I bring? So you're him starting in?
1: with he's better because they are entertaining this.
0: I, so I'm bring, I'm bringing him in purely as a player right now. Okay. Do we sign him or do we not sign him as a him? player?
1: Yes, you sign him.
0: And 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 as the player, there are parts of maybe his ego. You know, I'm, forget the offer. It's the ego. I need catches. How am I going to be in the locker room? Here's why I say we absolutely sign him. If the Seahawks have done their due diligence, so they're comfortable with the off-the-field stuff. Absolutely, Simon. Here's why: one is it's different. The difference is he has to prove himself. He 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 cannot he can't stumble at all if he wants a long-term contract next year. We get him for half a season. The contract is completely built in our favor. So there's a no-risk. You step out of line at all, we let you go. The other part is you're in a prove-it mode. We're an offense that we don't go to one guy. Everybody's live. And by the way, it's not that he's the third guy. I'm putting four wide receivers out there. Uh, if you want Demo, prove it. Uh, it this is a prove-it team. And Russell will say, if you are working it, whatever that scheme is, I'll find you if you're open. I'll find you. I think locker room, he's going to be fine. He was with Russell all offseason. You're
1: putting a lot of faith. So You're, you're walking by faith is what you're doing right you now. Can you mute
0: him? You're, no, I'm
1: teasing. You're walking by faith.
0: No. So I'm just telling you what I think. I think that because of the situation, the contract, he's worked with Russell. Russell knows him. Percy Harvin, some people say, well, I'm comparing it to that." You remember what happened with Percy Harvin when we signed him? I go, yeah, we won a Super Bowl.
1: Now, and he took one to the house.
0: And he took one to the house. Now, look, we end up getting rid of Golden Tate because there was some friction there. And be, because we were so vested in Harvey with his contract, and we traded for him, that there wasn't much we can do. That's not the case here. Contract would be in Seahawks favor for half a season. Prove it to me. You got to be a model citizen. Leverage. And by the way, I would have him live with Russell Wilson. <laughs> no, I'm not. Someone else laughed at that. I would absolutely. He ain't living in my house. His house is big enough he it would li- be like down the street. He ain't living in my house. No, in your house. Remember, in, in Russell's house. house, it would be like him living two houses down.
1: See, now, I'm thinking I'm thinking long term.
0: No, no, this no, is no, no, short term.
1: No. Even, even short term, even if it's okay this For year. For this year. I don't want anything to derail what DK is becoming. I want to win a Super Bowl. And there's nothing that he's done that says he's going to uplift DK and Lockheed. Uh, this it. isn't about... There's nothing that says not he's li- going to... Uplifting, he. But that's what he has to do for this team to be successful. He can't come in and. and, So you don't think Russell's leadership?
0: You don't think his leadership and what he knows about him is good enough?
1: No, I think it is. I I trust it. I I trust it. If Russell wants him, then I'm okay with it. I'm asking questions. Okay. I'm going. I'm I'm just saying, like, look, look. These are the things. These are the things that I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about these things. I
0: sit down with you, AB. Here's the deal. You're going to get four or five targets. And if you're working hard and the defense shifts over to Tyler and D.K., you're going to get six to seven targets. We might throw a I reverse hope, for you. I hope you're right, bro. So here's the deal. I hope you're right. The independent voters came to my side. I hope you I think right. I won that debate. I
1: think you won it.
0: Thank oh, you. Yeah, I, 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 and if you, win it,
1: if you win it, I'm not mad. I'm not mad that you won that. I'm not mad if he's in the jersey. Right. I just have concerns once he puts it on you and he it. plays a game. And there's only 25 attempts, and he gets three targets. Is he going to be able to rely on his counseling, on all his 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 teachings over Can the I past close year? This?
0: Can I close it? So, No, I don't, I don't know. Real quick. Let me no, hear you. I don't, so I don't know. So I feel like it could be a disruption. I feel like the locker room's at risk. I feel like the Seahawks won't sign him for a bunch of reasons. But feelings don't win Super Bowls. It's about winning, and I think the Seahawks <laughs> sign him. And win the Super Bowl when they do. I'm going with my thought rather than my feelings. I hope you're right. We got to go to commercial. I won that. Nah, nah, we
1: just got to keep going. (laughs) Got to keep going. Hey, you guys let us know what you think. Text us. I've been looking at the text lines. We got a couple texts. But coming up next, we'll give you our final (laughs) thoughts and the Seahawks' key to victory right here on Hawks Live.
0: Hawks. Live every Thursday from 7 to 9, live on air on 710 ESPN Seattle.
1: Every Thursday, find us here on 710 ESPN at 7 o'clock. Me, myself, and my guy, Paul Moyer, will be giving you our thoughts, our perspectives. Hey, I'm not going to lie, Paul, I missed you, man. I missed you.
0: It's been 14 weeks and dog weeks.
1: 14 weeks and dog weeks. That's, yeah. a, that's a long time. Two I, weeks.
0: Two weeks. I weeks. got a
1: dog, a little Labradoodle named Lulu. A
0: la- you, okay.
1: <laughs> I, you are not a Labradoodle kind of guy. I'm not. My wife is, though. So, you know, happy wife, happy life. That's what one guy told me, and I said, you know, I'm just going to run with that and keep that going.
0: Well, so, real quick, I've been married over 30 years, so this is not the case, but I would say unhappy wife. Unhappy life.
1: Yeah, I like that better. Happy
0: honestly. wife, just like good. Like you know, I'm, I'm good. But when they're not happy, then... Jen, if you're listening, bums doing a great job. He's been talking about you all <laughs> okay. show. I just want you to put that out there. Bonzo's doing a great job. He
1: loves you very much. Ben, you. Exactly. Thank That's what you. I was thinking. Too. That's my guy Nas, right there. <laughs> it's that new love.
0: So I, that that last segment was good. We got a few. Te- well, actually, we got hundreds of techs. A lot of them. Uh, looks Keep like them coming. Looks like they're they're leaning towards my side.
1: I don't know. I would remember. Say, and, and I remember, would say it's fifty-one forty-nine bump.
0: But that's only because some of them took the off-field stuff. So remember, this isn't about. This is about just the player.
1: Yeah. he's a player, and I'm with you. Right. Player, right? You, you talk about no acronyms for for uh. <laughs> 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 for the 206 no acronyms okay. for Antonio Brown. No ABs? No, a- no ABs apparently. Uh, but uh, uh if we're taking Antonio Brown, one of the greatest receivers of all time, he enhances this football team.
0: You know who would not be happy about it who's and that? we'll move on would be Demo. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's like wait a minute. Look, there's 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 plenty to go around. Plenty to go around.
1: Is there plenty? There's not plenty. Oh, uh, there's plenty.
0: There's not plenty. Look, for you and I, it's more of, you and me, it's more of one is plenty. Right? <laughs> Demo, D- if he gets a couple, he's he's good. A couple uh, targets.
1: As long as Demo gets a fade ball.
0: What am I doing right now? Hey. Hey. Slipping the Super Bowl ring on my finger. That's all that matters. I feel you. Let me have it. I feel you. I'd love to know, you know what would be really good is if we had, like, and they wouldn't give us the truth, but yeah, Jamal Adams and Bobby, they're, right. they're the leaders in the now, team. What do they think about what this? What do they think? That, yeah. Look, and here's why it's different. I'm sorry we're, we're actually debating this again, but what's, what will be different about this is all the players, the, the, the leaders... We'll have an input on this. Yeah. They'll, they'll have to be bought in.
1: Yeah. And oh, yeah. For so sure. they bring do them you, in. Do you think Snyder and Pete Carroll are talking to Absolutely. Russell Wilson, Absolutely. Bobby, KJ? No question. They're talking to him about No question.
0: It. Yeah. You know, I, well, one, that's their, their MO. Sorry. That's their what they like to do. Um, and that's been their <laughs> history. Uh, yes. And something like this, this big, where it does it, could affect the, the team and how it was structured. Yeah, and look. I mean, look. We already know Russell uh, would love to have him here, and he has a different opinion on him as a person and probably some other people. But again, purely as a player, that to me is a conversation. It's just as a player, would you bring him in? And for me, I'm bringing him in. We'll bring him in. Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. So, for this team to go six and zero, yeah, what needs to happen? I'll tell you what I think needs to happen first, and then you holler at me. Okay. I think that this defense needs to be a top 10 rush defense in the league. This defense needs to make sure that they hope they contain Kyler Murray, that Drake doesn't run like crazy, because mm-hmm. this is the fourth-ranked rushing offense in the NFL, low-key. I didn't even realize this until I started watching film and, and studying like we do every week. If they can make Kyler Murray throw the football and put it, in his hands, which is still scary because you got Hopkins, you got Kirk you can go downfield, you got Isabel, and Drake is in the, in the uh, the pass game as well. If they can contain Murray and Drake, they have a chance to win this ball game. Yeah, I
0: was looking at some of uh, Murray's stats, particularly on throws downfield ten yards or more and out again. It's it, he's not a Garoppolo issue, but. It's, again, struggles a little bit. A lot of it's, you know, that intermediate, you know, bubble screen, quick screens, you know, around there, he's he's pretty good. Um, it, what's kind of interesting is the short ones right in the middle, he struggles a little bit. It might be his height. He hasn't figured out the lanes yet. <laughs> yeah. and, and Russell did Russell. It early on too, yep. and he's figured that yep. out. Um, he's not that accurate. I mean, there's no question, and I agree 100% with your assessment. It To me, it's all about stopping stop their running game, and their running game is – you know, accentuated because you got a running quarterback. Yeah. You know, if it was purely on running backs, you'd go, whoa, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. You know, some of it scrambles on, you know, the passing game. And I wish they would actually break those out a little bit more in the running game because it doesn't tell the real scrambles,
1: story. yeah. Right? And, right? That should be a stat. I, uh, I, I agree with you. It's always be crazy. Yeah. And
0: here's the other thing. Why would you take uh, yards off passing on a sack? Just take it off total yards. Yeah. The, the passing's a passing, you know. Same thing. If I scramble for a run, you know, have a miscellaneous piece off of a scramble It's hard to decipher that. Though there's a lot of information there. But to me, you're right. We have to make them one dimensional. Um, we got to make them throw the football. I- I'm worried about their defense. They put pressure, and yeah. they they, God, they got a really good coordinator. They have
1: a Jamal Adams on that defense. They He's have a, a different
0: kind of Adams. They have,
1: but they they have a guy who who is comfortable dropping in to yep. zones, or dropping in a space, but a guy who's also comfortable lining up on that second level, disguising things and shooting through gaps. This you Baker, can't,
0: uh, you could. You did say his name. He's a Husky. I, I know it's hard for you to get those out. <laughs> hey, when
1: you're three and one against the Huskies, oh, I'll spit them out all day. I'm fine. How many decades ago was that? It doesn't matter. Okay, these guys after me have <laughs> the stuff to worry about. When I when I was coming up, that flag was on the space needle, needle three out of the four years That's I was in good. college. So you know, but I, game recognized game. Yeah, Buddha Baker can He's play. A player. And his motor is ridiculous. They're
0: they're different players. I mean, Boot is probably twenty pounds lighter than than Jamal Adams. Jamal can can really beat uh, a running back, you know, one on one. But Boot is so quick across the edge, mm-hmm. and and he makes people miss rather than a, you know a, an actual pass move. Uh, the way he accelerates into a, a tackle, it's freaky. Uh, really good player. Excited to 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 see them. I hope the Seahawks win. Gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be the best team they played all year by a long shot. And I think it's really how good are we gonna be moving forward? It's gonna be at five twenty you know, on Sunday night.
1: They're going going down to Glendale. They've had success out there.
0: We'll have more Seahawks fans than they do. Facts. It may be eight thousand to four thousand, but we'll be louder.
1: Hey. Louder. Wearing the neon green jerseys. They always stand no. out. They stand out, Paul. That's do you think why they wearing wearing neon them. green? I think they do. I, I think they do that on purpose. And I just want to say thank you to NASA Chobe, our producer, Darren Urban, Will Disley, Matt Harden, and my guy Paul Moyer. I miss you, man. I'm glad we're doing this again. And we're going to do it for a few more weeks in a row. This is Michael Bumps and Paul Moyer Hawks Live every Thursday right here at 7 o'clock. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully these guys are 6-0.
0: Hawks Hawks Live, Live. every Thursday from 7 to 9, live on air on 710 ESPN Seattle. Download the 710 Sports app to get breaking news notifications on the Hawks and read the latest analysis on the Hawks at 710sports.com.